0: Welcome to Tony's Steak
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 346. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. hello. And Tony Cat. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that, subs- hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. I was trying to blend the words to save time uh and check out our entertainment podcast right after this uh we got a ton of stuff to get to today uh we're gonna start with the nba preview i believe uh what a week and a couple days from now we uh, uh next pre- for the season starter
2: yeah next tuesday so uh oh, some warriors tuesday. lakers and was it nuggets and somebody else i forgot um what have been the, what was the nba finals i don't know
1: the nba finals was nuggets heat <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was that. I forgot, but it doesn't matter because we're previewing the whole season, not just two games. Woo. So uh, I'm going to start with the offseason in review here, um, starting with some big money extensions. So some good good contracts for some players here. Um, actually, we'll start with Jalen Brown because at one point, Jalen Brown was uh, the, going to be the highest paid player in the NBA. Signed so a five-year, $300 million extension. Um, but I think soon after Anthony Davis signed a three-year,
1: 187 million, so so topping them per year. The games next week are Lakers Nuggets, but it's at 4:30 start, which is very interesting. Yeah, and right. I guess they're get they'll they'll be getting their rings. Uh, and then the the nightcap Suns Warriors. Okay, so
2: I knew it was Lakers and Warriors are playing, and I just so that's four them. good,
1: uh, possibly the four best West teams. Some might say. Well, we'll see. We're previewing yeah. it so. Um, yeah, no, e- no that's Eastern. also a little preview. Yeah. Sean likes that. No, Eastern teams, <laughs> no, no, yeah. uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They'll be there. They'll be there. Just wait.
0: They're going to have like a whole week long of them and not, nothing but them. I'm excited to see Zion Williamson. Uh, I think this is going to be his rookie debut. Uh, if you guys saw yeah. him, he's, he's looking <laughs> lean finally.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll get to the, how we feel about the Pelicans when we're do our over under picks, but uh, continuing on with the extensions. Uh, we also saw Dejounte Murray of the Hawks getting a four-year, hundred eleven million dollar extension, and uh, Sabonis with the Kings getting four years, hundred seventy-six million. So, uh, he—that's a lot of money for for a Sabonis. I'm sure his dad never made that kind of money oh, in the Soviet not, Union not back then. in the day. So. <laughs> um, we also had a lot of re-signs. So in the NBA, not a lot of team players switch teams. Uh, via free agency—it's more more forced trades now. Uh, But we did see a lot of people re-sign with their teams, so um, I'm just going to start from the bottom here. we got Westbrook coming back to the Clippers. Uh, Mo Wagner staying with his brother in Orlando. Um, The Lakers keeping Austin Reeves. That's a nice deal for them. Uh, Karis Lavert staying with the Cavs. Uh, Rui Hachemur staying with the Lakers. Uh, Barnes, um, kind of surprised that he didn't leave the Kings. I think a lot of people thought they'd let him go. Uh, D'Angelo Russell staying with the Lakers. A surprise to me as well. Uh, Vucevic staying with the Bulls, uh, Jakob Pertl, uh, who was traded to the Raptors, staying there for another four years. Uh, Brooke Lopez staying with the Bucks. Draymond got his uh, extension with the Warriors, uh, Kyle Kuzma extended with the uh, the Wizards there, uh, Cam Johnson um, with the Nets, part of that Durant deal, uh, Jeremy Grant, that's another one that we kind of thought Jeremy Grant would uh, go find somewhere else because uh, Portland's not, you know, was trying to tank. Uh, But yeah, he got a big, big deal, five years, 160 million. Uh, Chris Middleton, staying with the Bucs, makes sense uh, when we get to some other moves that they're keeping that team together. Um, And then, yeah, the biggest uh, re sign was uh, Kyrie, staying with the Mavericks. So, uh, three years, 126 million. um, Probably got guarantees that he doesn't have to do any vaccines in Dallas. So, uh, he is, he's staying there with Luka. Very good. Um, But there were some, some decent names that switched teams here. Uh, So, Gabe Vincent leaving the Heat, going to the Lakers. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, leaving for the Knicks. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, leaving for the Raptors. So, yeah, a lot of Lakers here. Um, they, they kept some people. They also let some people go. Uh, Max Struess, another Heat player. He's going to the Cavs. Uh, and then Dylan Brooks, four years, $80 million going to the Rockets. Uh, people were joking that he's going to be playing in China next year. Uh, Dylan the villain. Million. Yeah, Dylan, he got kicked out of his first uh, preseason game for hitting someone <laughs> the ball. So it was really impressive that's incredible Um, to get kicked out of a
1: preseason game
2: he wanted to to show dominance in that first game
0: why do you want your persona to be like the villain from turbo man like why do you want that
1: (laughs) well the best part too is even like matt barnes would say like he was just not even a good villain like he was just more like a clown the way he would act
0: just strange i don't know i would feel like i'd be very interested in seeing like one day of his life like what it's like Probably pretty good, you know?
1: Like, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of money, <laughs> professional basketball yeah, player.
2: A lot of maple syrup because he's a Canadian, a lot of hockey. Um, but, yeah, the last two players we have here that switch teams, Bruce Brown, a key player on the Nuggets championship team, uh, he left for the Pacers. Um, and some weird statements from the Den- Denver GM were, like, really, really open and free talking about stuff, saying, well, he thinks uh, Peyton Watson of UCLA, uh, who was their first-round pick last year, is is better than him. So they're they're not worried about it which is – and then he kind of trash-talked Bones Highland as well, which is really weird coming from a GM to kind of – and he also trash-talked Michael Porter Jr., who's still on the team. <laughs> He's like, we couldn't have two guys who can't play defense. And That's, I was like,
1: what? God. You know, sometimes you got to like these guys' honesty. I don't know. Um,
2: and then the, the biggest deal of the offseason was uh, Fred Van Vliet leaving the Raptors for Houston, three years, $130 million. So uh, Houston signed – had two of the bigger um, team changers there. Uh, but, you know, will they be good? Will they hit their over? We'll have we'll, to get to that. We will see. Um, and then there's then there's the big trades. And the two biggest ones, or, or maybe two of the three biggest ones, happened just here in the last couple weeks. We've already talked about them. But, yeah, Damian Lillard going to the Bucs. Um, Drew Holiday and Aiton ended up going to the Blazers and Nurkic to the Suns. Uh, the Blazers then traded Holiday to the Celtics and got back Rob Williams and Malcolm Brogdon. Um, they also got back a number of picks. So that's what they really care about there. Uh, poor Zingas going to the Celtics. That was around the draft when that happened. Uh, but the Celtics gave uh, Marcus Smart away to get that deal done. Uh, so Smart actually ended up going to the Grizzlies, and then Tyus Jones ended up going to the Wizards, so a three-way trade there.
0: Is Smart going to do his hair blue
2: now? He, he has to. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be Celtic green, but I think because he did that for the Celtics, I think he, he kind of owes it to everyone to do that. Um, I haven't seen yeah. anything about that, but. I mean, if Jimmy Butler can change his hair, then. <laughs>
1: the Jimmy it's Butler true. stuff is incredible <laughs> with his pictures.
2: Uh, another big one, we had Bradley Beale going to the Suns. Uh, and in that deal, the Suns are giving up four future first round picks. Uh, they also gave up Chris Paul in that trade. Uh, and Chris Paul ended up going to the Warriors from the Wizards uh, in exchange for Jordan Poole. So Draymond won that battle. Uh, Jordan Poole was going to one of the worst teams in the NBA. He's going to get a lot of shots kind of maybe rebuild his image, rebuild his value there. Um, but, yeah, it's a very interesting. The Suns are very thin, um, but they got a, a good third, I think, from their perspective. Uh, Bradley Beal is inconsistent to me. He's hurt a lot. Um, but they wanted to move off that team. Uh, so, now Chris Paul and Ayton both gone now from last year's team. Yeah, and Chris Paul going to the Warriors. He was in the starting lineup in the preseason for them so far, uh, playing with Curry, you know, former rivals. They're both North Carolina guys. Uh they'll be interesting how that goes. Um, saw a little bit of them in the Lakers-Warriors uh, preseason game from this weekend. Um, yeah, and the last trade, I have John Collins going to the Jazz. John Collins was in trade rumors for uh, like five years in a row. Uh, the Hawks were always trying to get rid of him, and he ended up going to the Jazz for basically nothing. Uh, Rudy Gay was part of that trade. Oh, yeah. And Rudy we Gay saw was him playing the other night. cut immediately, and he was on the Warriors roster now, so... Um, and then we got the draft. I'm just gonna go over the remind you of the top five picks. the uh, Spurs number one pick. I think everyone knows him. I think he's broken through even past NBA fans. People know who this guy is. Seven foot four, just a freak. Uh, and then number two, you have Brandon Miller going to the Hornets. He's the uh, the guy who had the gun in the car in the shooting. That, that was his season. But he, he was really good now at Alabama as a freshman. Uh, number three, Scoot Henderson going to the Blazers. Uh, that team seems set up for him now i think he's ready to he's going to be the guy already um and then number four and five you have twin brothers amen thompson going to the rockets and osar thompson going to the pistons so hmm. uh, it'll be interesting their, their cl- careers will be linked i'm sure like who's going to be the better twin uh but yeah they went back to back there um yeah so that's the off season in review so are you ready to uh Take all that information and get some good predictions here. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, All right. So let's start off in the East, the Boston Celtics. They won 57 last year over under this year of 55 and a half.
1: Want me to go first?
2: Yeah, let's let's see. You can go first here. How about you take this whole division? Okay. We'll, We'll trade off divisions.
1: I will say the East got tougher. That's for sure. Um, but I mean, they still have a nice team. I like the addition drew holiday. I'll say over. I still think this is a, it'll be like right at it. I still think this can be like a 56, 57, 58 win team. I don't think they're going to win like 60 games, but I think they can be between 56 and 59. I'm going to go with over two.
2: I think they really want to, you're saying, I don't think you're, you think they don't, they won't win 60 games. I think they're going to try. So,
0: okay.
2: I'm going to say over. Sean, you have a pick here for the Boston Celtics.
0: I'm going to go over as well.
2: All right. Well, next up we got the Philadelphia 76ers. So they won, they won 54 games last year. I'm Uh, putting the over
0: under on 81 games on TV before, (laughs) before playoffs.
2: Their over under is 49 and a half. So that's a, a big drop there. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a reason there. The Harden um, situation yeah, is not resolved. I'll,
1: so. I'll go under. I don't – I mean, I just don't really care for this team much. And with the whole Harden situation, I mean, an Embiid, you never know. There's always times where he misses like 20 games or something. So, I'll go under for them.
2: I'm going to okay. stay over. They – uh Johnny said under. I'm staying under with the over sure. because um, they got Nick Nurse. They, they swapped out Doc Rivers for Nick Nurse. I think that might make a difference. Just a new voice in there, but –
0: I, I one, I, I'm very interested to see how this new season with the, you know, no days off thing goes, uh, for this team and the Clippers,
2: and, and people, Ben Simmons yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess he's been playing in the preseason, so, which is scary. It's like, don't come on. Let's save everything you got for the where it actually matters. Could you imagine getting injured right now? Like, just kill yourself, as as Andy would it's, say. It's
2: it's happened before. All right, so our next team here, we've got the New York Knicks. 47 wins last year. They're over under this year is
1: 45 and a half. I'll go, uh, I'll go under. I don't really know if I have much of a reason why, just I'll just do it.
0: I'm going to say the same. I feel like last year was kind of a Cinderella story for them. I, I would love to see that happen again, but I just wonder if it's doable. I'd love to see it. It was fun to watch them.
2: Yeah, the Knicks never sustained any success. I'm going to say under. Um, next up in division, we got the Brooklyn Nets. 45 wins last year. Over under this year, 37 and a half.
1: Um, I'll say under because I know that team last year, the reason why, they, I mean, they were had guys at first, and then I think they started they started trading away people. It just got out of hand. So I'm going to say that they're actually going to be a bad team. The East is getting stronger.
0: I will say the same. I think Ben Simmons he's everyone's like, "Oh, look at this guy. He's like a new guy." Um there's a lot of season left for him to get mopey. So, not that he's going to make a big impact, but he's going to bring the the team uh, rapport down, I think.
2: I will go over, so why not? Uh last team in this division is the Toronto Raptors. 41 wins last year. Over under is 36 and a half.
1: I'm gonna go under with them. Also, I just not big on this team, and they lost everybody that used to be able to play make. I feel like no more Van Vliet, so I'm just not sold on. I wasn't even sold on the Raptors when they won the NBA Finals. Yeah, (laughs) I've never liked them.
0: Who who's even on the team now? Like they're in Canada. Canada sucks. Like I have no idea. I like Pascal. He's pretty solid, but that's a lot to carry.
2: They have a Grady Dick, which is cool, right?
0: Oh, Andy, come on, it's did. a family show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Guy from Kansas. It's funny he's going to Toronto, but So you're going to under? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go over here because I don't know. It seems like a, a team that does better when you least expect it.
0: Ominous Andy has become yeah. optimistic Andy today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then
2: uh, Central division so I will I'll take first on this division okay uh, we got the Milwaukee Bucks had 58 wins last year they're over under 54 and a half oh um, well I guess I'll be non optimistic with this team they're not playing for the regular season so I'm going
1: under on this team the Milwaukee Bucks um so you want me to go or Sean they go come first up this, up time this year Andy just went I, I got i go. part.
0: go <laughs> um, I'm saying up I mean they got Lillard. I'm excited to see the two of them play together. Um, i I have good hopes for them uh is, if they stay healthy, I feel like the two of them could play pretty well together.
1: yeah, I'll go over also because I just think like there's still a tier where the top teams of the east still dominate the bottom of the east and stuff, so I think they'll be able to get themselves a lot of wins if they stay healthy.
2: next up we've got uh Cleveland.
1: they uh, won fifty
2: one last year uh, over a set of fifty and a half so. Pretty much same as last year. Um, I'm going to go under on them as well. Uh, I think there's a little bit of problems there with uh, Don Mitchell in his, in his final, maybe his final year there. But we'll see how that goes. I'm
0: going to go great. Everyone there is a year older. Um, Kevin Love, I think, is still there, right? Or is he? Where is he? No, he went to Miami midseason. That's right. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know much about this team anymore. i was surprised that they did that well. I don't know. Cleveland's always, like, aside from LeBron, LeBron it's like, uh, who you got? So I'm going under. Tony, <clears throat> you're up next.
1: Um, I'll, I'll go over on him. I'll just be a little different here, finally.
2: All right, well, now we're on to the Bulls. 40 wins last year, 37 and a half over under. Uh, I will say over cause there's still talent on this team and they like, they're kind of in a weird middle, you know, they're not, it's like they didn't tank or anything. They resigned everyone. So,
1: uh, I think you can get over Th- 37 and a half is that much. So. Um, I will, um, on this one too. i I like that too. I'll go over. I, I think they're, they're, they're a fun little young team.
0: I agree.
2: All right, next up the division, the Indiana Pacers, they won 35 last year. And remember, they won like 25 in the first like 50 games and then kind of fell apart. Uh, they're over-under set at 38 and a half. So maybe a little team on the rise. Uh, I'm not ready for it yet. I'm going to say under
1: on the Pacers. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll go under also. I'm not a big... I don't think they have that much of a great team either.
2: We got Hal Burton, and they still have Buddy Healed. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would say the same, but just to break up the uh, the f- tribe, I'll, I'll say they're going to go over. But I, I, I don't feel very confident in that.
2: Yeah, who knows? They could be a team that tries really hard and wins 47 games. You weren't expecting it. Uh, last team in the Central Division – we got uh, Detroit Pistons, 17 games. They only won last year. Um, Over/under set at 27.5. Uh, they've had a bunch of um, high picks lately. So are they going to put it together? Cade Cunningham missed all of pretty much all last year. He'll be back. Um, yeah, I'll say over um, just because it's low. You know, I think it's it's one of the lowest ones. It's not the lowest team. Uh, but it's one of the lowest ones,
1: so we'll 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 get to the lowest one soon enough. I'll uh I'll say under. I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, I'm torn on this. I'm going in the direction of under, just because the town. <laughs> it's under. It's in ruins.
2: <clears throat> all right. Well, now on to uh, the next division. So, Sean, you can go first on all these ones here. Ooh. Uh, the Miami Heat, uh, forty-four wins. And they're set at 45 and a half this year. So this is the defending Eastern Conference champions, but only forty-five and a half.
0: I want to say over. Um I feel like everyone's gonna be healthy this year. I think Hero is back from his little hand thing. Um you know Jimmy Butler's, you know, ready to go Michael Jordan mode again when he needs it. I like watching them play. Uh Hero's one of my favorite to watch play just because of the way he plays. It's like an old Redick Um so for that, I'll say over.
2: I'll take uh, over as well. Just uh, I think they'll want to do better this year in the, in the regular season. They were kind of embarrassed to be the eight seed. Somehow made the finals. But um, yeah, Hero's pissed because he was always in those trade rumors. And uh, they got Jaime Hawkins from UCLA. So. I like him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still, I still think that he'd have a lot of talent. I'll go over on him also. I feel like it's a little disrespectful. This team got in the finals last year and then they're trying to say But again, I guess they had 44 wins last year. So I guess this is right where they belong. But I still think they're a solid team.
2: Yeah, next up, we got the Atlanta Hawks, who I believe beat them in the playing game, uh, that first play-in game. Uh, they won 41 last year. Their over-under set at 42 and a half. So, uh, I'm going is, uh, over Trey. on them as
0: well. Trey, I, I read, is pissed off, and um, he's ready to you know, make some shit happen. So he could either get traded mid-year, or he could... Start turning things on for his team. That kid can splash from, you know, the other free throw line. And it's obnoxious because he looks like he's six. Uh, so over.
2: I'm going to go under. Not
1: any strong reasons, but just, I don't know. I feel like under. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'll go with the over. I like this. I like Atlanta. I always like Trey Young. I feel like they could get like right there, like 44 wins or something.
2: Alright, so we got two more teams in this division. Uh, we've got the Washington Wizards. They won thirty-five last year. Their over under is twenty-four and a half. So this is this oh, is wow. the worst. This is the project to be the worst team in the NBA based on this over-under. Um, so I'm trying to think what they they traded Beal, they traded Porzingis. Um, but they still have some guys, so um, I think Sean going first here.
0: I'm gonna say under. I mean it's a terrible name. Um <laughs> I don't know anyone yeah. on the team. I just don't feel it for them. Uh, they're never on TV. I think they give all of their TV credits to the uh, Philadelphia team. So for that, I'm saying under.
2: So the the two best players on this team are Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, which yeah, sounds like a go. disaster. Oh, that says plenty. Um,
0: they're not gonna going to play well together. Also,
1: so you can just... Plug that in for
2: me. To me, it sounds like they'll win some games they shouldn't, and they're a perfect like thirty-win team that
0: you're infuriated when you lose to them. I think the opposite. They're the same player. They're going to play awful together.
1: No, I think yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be one of those games where, I mean, one of those teams where like Jordan Poole is going to somehow is going to average like twenty-six a game this year because he's going to take nineteen shots a game. Shots, yeah and he's going to, and then Kuzma's going to be there with him, taking like 16 a game, averaging like 22 a game. And then like, everybody's just going to hate them. And then eventually one of them is going to just get injured or die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or die. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. Last team in this division, last team in the Eastern conference, Orlando magic, 34 wins last year, over under set 37 and a half.
0: This is a team too, that no one, like at least me, I never think about them like ever. Um, I think it's just like Disney's team, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll keep them in the league." Um, I don't they they had two own them or not. Um,
2: two relevant runs, you know, Shaq and Dwight Howard, and then
0: that's what I mean. That's when was the last time you thought of the Magic? It's like oh, Shaq yeah, was, was on the team. Like,
1: yeah, no, the last uh, time I definitely thought of the Magic was when the Lakers beat them in the finals, when they had Dwight Howard and Jameer Nelson. Yeah, yeah, like that was
0: so long ago. Uh, I'm gonna go under just cause it's like, I, I don't know. They're definitely not on TV. They're definitely blacked out whenever they're playing, uh, of the teams that are on TV. I'll go over
2: with them. Uh, they got Palo and they got the Wagner twins or I guess not. They're not twins. They're just brothers. Um, but that's a cool little start to a team. Um, they improved last year. I think they'll continue to improve. So
1: Yeah, I'll go over also. I like that. I think, uh, They're yeah they had they had they showed some moments of shine last year I think.
2: Oh, and I lied. There's actually one more Eastern Conference team, but this is also a very forgettable franchise. Yeah, Uh, you got the Charlotte Hornets. They won twenty seven last year. Their over under is thirty one and a half. Uh, The new owner of the Charlotte Hornets uh, got played by Seth Rogen in a movie two weeks ago. Um, So they went from Michael Jordan to a guy played by Seth Rogen. So, um, and I, maybe, maybe that's an upgrade from ownership wise, but um,
0: I wouldn't think so. Um, yeah, I think that's a sign. Michael Jordan sells you. I wanted to watch the little ball guy play. I still haven't watched him play. I think he got injured, right? Did he,
2: he's been injured a lot. Yeah.
0: Okay. So playing this year, I'm still excited whenever that does come around. Just like the same thing with Zion Williamson. I'm, I'm excited to see his rookie debut. Uh, where he plays more than 16 games. And I think that'll be this year. Uh, but for the Hornets, I don't think they're going to have a, a very amazing year. I think they're going to be under.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go under on them as well. I'm not too big on Charlotte.
2: It's really hard to know what's going to happen to this team with the whole Miles
1: Bridges yeah, that situation. Was on my mind also. Uh,
2: missed all of last year um, after assaulting his girlfriend and then... I think no charges ended up. I don't know what the, the legal There's something going on resolution. Right I think there was a restraining order, and it turned out he broke that restraining order and oh, threw pool balls at her car. Jeez. Um hold on, like so, an
0: inflatable pool ball or no no a like a billiards ball.
2: billiards okay. balls.
0: What would um, <laughs> can you imagine? Chucking a beach ball at her. <laughs> I don't know. I think And these teams have to have this, and we just don't know about it, or they don't do a good enough job. But they need to have a guy that just is dispatched to these people that have a... uh, No, but like a guy that just kind of follows you around. It's not your security, but he he is. He's security to keep you out of trouble. You mean like the the, the Harvey
2: Keitel of NBA players? You
0: you really want to do that right now? (laughs) You really want to do that right now? Think about the Twitter. You're going to be busted. This isn't yeah. John Wayne's world anymore. You you can't you can't get out of this. Did you like that, by the way, Andy? John Wayne's world. Um, everything is on TV, and you're going to be busted.
2: Well, apparently this happened like a while ago, and it just now came to light. But I guess because you well, when suspended. you become famous,
0: yeah, people do digging when you become famous, or if there's a reason for them to dig, they dig.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that was an under on on me there. So. Um, but, yeah, I think with Miles Bridges, not a good guy. I'll just say that. I don't yeah. think he's a good guy. No, I think he has not. some uh, control issues there. Not sound like, Yeah, <laughs> definitely some control issues. All right. So, I guess I'll go for this one. Yeah. You want to take it first on this division? Uh, we'll start with the Western, the NBA champs, yep. Western Conference champs as well. Uh, Denver Nuggets, 53. Uh, the rover under is 53 and a half, So, that is tops in the conference there.
1: All right. Um. Yeah, I'll say over. I don't see why this can't be a 54-win team at least. You still got the Joker, Joker. you still got Jamal Murray, and they're still a solid, solid team. The West has gotten better, which does scare me a little bit, but I just 50, I still think 54, 55 is definitely doable for the defending champs.
2: Yeah, I'll say over because uh, if the West is better, that'll put pressure on the Nuggets. One of the reasons they only won 53 games is they kind of didn't do anything at the end of the season because they had that number one seed and like locked up because uh, memphis kind of fell apart there um speaking of problematic people um sean you're so. up
0: <laughs> yeah you're trying to are you calling <laughs> was, me problematic i was
2: talking about memphis <laughs>
0: um i would agree i think they're gonna i mean they had a killer year last year they always have a pretty good year they found their stride they're all healthy right now knock on wood and yeah i think they're going over all right
2: oh right. you want to go no, no yeah you, you say that uh, Minnesota Timberwolves 42 wins last year over under this year set at 44 and a half.
1: Um let's see 44 and a half. You know what? I'm actually oh shit, I don't know cuz it's it's hard to say cuz it's like I feel like they went they went under expectations I felt like last year. I think, I don't know.
2: Yeah, cuz remember the Go Bear thing.
1: Yeah, and then 40 but the, the oh man, this is a good number because it's just gotten better. You know, like it's just it's gotten better the the West, I just feel like it's so deep. I'm going to go under. I'll just go with my gut here. I'll say they're like a 42-43 win team. It'll be close. I think 44 is a good number to say for them. Yeah, I'm going I'm
2: under agree. here. Okay. Well, I guess we're all agreeing. Um, I'm worried we're going to have like COVID-23 and Rudy Gobert going to be at center <laughs> again. <so. laughs>
0: and you knock that off. Uh, you have to be able to jump to uh, achieve 44 wins. <laughs>
2: That's uh, a reference to Towns and not Anthony Edwards, who can definitely jump. But yeah, yeah, Karl Towns. I mean, uh, Carl Towns is going to be in some trade rumors. I have to think before the season's over. But, uh, next up, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Their over under this year is, or they won forty last year. Over under
1: set at forty four and a half this year. I'll I'll go over because they the. I don't know. I just think they're they're a nice little fun young team. I think they're actually pretty good. So I can see them winning 45, 46 games.
0: Yeah, Andy, where's your sweet Canadian boy at? Is he still at Oklahoma?
1: Yeah, he sure is.
0: Well, for that, I'm going over.
2: Well, I don't believe in this team yet. Oh. I think one more year. because uh, I think this is this is Chet's rookie year now. We're talking about guys making their debut. Uh, Chet legitimately list missed his whole rookie year and will start this year. Um, but I think they need another year to kind of figure out who is the guys there because they, they got a lot of players and sometimes that's a problem You try to figure out whose roles kind of, who's going to take which role. So
0: yeah, but Chet's going to snag up all those rebounds from any of those guys in their new role. So
2: yeah, I mean, that's probably what they need from him more than anything else. They don't need scoring. They need
0: he get pushed all over his, his arm span can reach that uh, board from the free throw line.
2: All right. Maybe. Uh, we got the Jazz up next, 37 wins last year. They're over under set at thirty-five and a half for this year. I'm going to go under. I'm not a believer on this Utah team. Same. I will be different as well this time. Uh, it's Utah. They they surprise you. I mean, the 37 was more than we thought last year. They were one of the projected
1: to be one of the yeah, worst. Yeah, I mean, so. I'll give them that they do have good home court advantage every year, but I just don't. Yeah. Don't buy into it this time.
2: All right, the last team in this division is Portland. Uh, they won thirty three last year. Over under is twenty eight and a half this year.
1: I'm going to go over because I weirdly have a good feeling about Scoot Henderson, and then I also, with the Lillard trade, I liked a little bit of the pieces they got back. So I think they'll actually, I think they can be a thirty win team.
0: Sean got a pick. I'll go under. I don't even know who's on their team anymore. Um, they're in a failed city. So that's just got to be shit for morale. Under.
2: Well, yeah, Tony and I have been talking with this team a lot. Maybe this is our pick here. This is our, <laughs> our lock or something because uh, we like some of the guys. They they picked. They got Aiden. They got Brogdon. They got Rob Williams. They got Jeremy Grant. They got Shaden Sharp. And yeah, they got they- Simons. And then you add the rookie there. Uh, they got players. Uh, they probably won't yeah, they- play much defense. Yeah, they'll be but- like a high-scoring team, I feel like. Yeah, if I those think, guys play to their potential, I think twenty and a half is just too low. But yeah, Sean's Sean's measuring the risk of like um, a takeover of the stadium and just being reduced to rubble <laughs> or something.
0: Could happen. <laughs>
2: it becomes an open market or something.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah, crazy things have happened,
2: right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Aiden's gonna be playing video games from the bench.
2: Yeah, you know, if that's what makes him happy, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, now to the Pacific Division. Uh, this will be my division here to take, and, and it is my division. I got a decision.
0: Oh, Andy, um,
2: the winner last year. So all five teams made the playoffs last year. The winner of the division was the Sacramento Kings uh, with 48 wins. They're over under this year is 44 and a half. Uh, why not go over and you know keep with the good vibes? Like this is a team built for the regular season. That's kind of an insult, but I think it's true. I, I don't see why they're gonna not play with the same kind of pace that they did last year. So over.
1: Um. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go over also. I, I do think this was a, I think people didn't believe in it, but I think the, they were a solid little team. I think they figured something out with what they were doing last year. And I think they're coming in. Why not be able to do it again?
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think these guys are, because uh, Sabonis came over a little late in the last season, right? So they've been playing a little longer. I think they'll have a better year this year. They're all pretty young still.
2: Uh, next in the division, we got the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the rover under is fifty-one and a half, and uh, I'm going under. I don't like anything they did. It probably has to do with them, like really being mean to Chris Paul. But I don't like, <laughs> I don't like this team. I don't like Devin Booker. I don't like Kevin Durant, and um, I don't like their owner. And there you go. I don't like Grayson Allen. They just like, oh, who, who's the least likable guy we
1: can also add to yeah. this team? And it was <laughs> Grayson Allen. So. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I'll give you that. He
0: looks like he's literally saying some bitch. You know how those people from the like the South say some bitch? That's what he looks like he says there's, on the court all There's the actually time. a
1: good Blake Shelton song, Sean, called Some Beach. And it really is. That's like the whole thing of the video <laughs> really? is that. Like something happens and he's like some beach <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, it's
0: a- like is it so hard to say son of a? You have to say some bitch.
1: Um, with the Suns, 51 and a half. Whew. That is a big jump on him. I'll go under. Also, I mean, this is this kind of feels like to me too. What Sean likes to say: "There's too many cooks in the kitchen here." You got Durant, Booker, Beal, and what do all three of them have in common? They all like to. Sh- they've never seen a shot they didn't like. No, so, yeah. I think uh, with the, what it being top, I think there could be times where there are problems. And Bradley Beal's had injury problems in the past. Durant has them sometimes. I mean, this could be a team that just is able to get a, like a four or five seed with a forty-nine win season.
0: I also just don't think I like Booker. They could also attitude. win sixty-five games. <laughs> Booker he seems very cocky and egotistical. I don't know. Oh, I don't like his demeanor.
2: But do you like his team to win more than 51 and a half games?
0: I do not. I can't ever like the Suns. There's something about them.
2: I know. Nothing to do with the players.
0: It. I hate that team as a whole. Well,
2: I mean, Sean Marion, you did take personally. so.
0: Yes, well, he yeah. needs to be on radio. He's the ugliest NBA player who has ever existed. That's a list
2: maybe we can put together some other day. Person but,
0: um, and shot, the <laughs> ugliest shot. There's yeah. plenty of people with an ugly shot, too, but he's both.
2: There was a guy on what team I was watching, the Spurs maybe, who shot one-handed free throws, and was like, all right.
0: I saw that, yeah. It's the guy with the
2: Cisco hair, right? I think it was that, was that yes. a Sohan guy, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's
1: French or something.
0: I thought it was Kelly Oubre at first, just because of the hair.
1: It's <laughs> a good pull. <laughs> Heard that name in a while. <laughs>
2: All right, next up the division, we got the Golden State Warriors. They won 44 last year. They're over, under is 47 and a half. Um, I have to go under because I, I hate this team, but um, are they really better? Like, I want Chris Paul to succeed. I want him to have, like, 12 assists a game, and they also lose every game. But, um, yeah, that's I'm going
1: under. Let's see here. The Warriors, yeah, 44 last year, 47 and a half. Yeah, I'll go under. I mean, they're only getting older. I mean, Chris Paul's, you know, what is he, pushing 50 now? Yeah, about there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My problem, and I'll say over just because Curry is like a small dog. That is dog. your problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's like a small dog. So he can be 14, and he's still going to walk three miles, you know, versus a Labrador who can't. So he's going to be able to shoot those free uh, free throws and threes and all that shit and... You want to be mad, but you're like, it's such a specimen for such a small person. So, yeah, Chris Paul, that's just gravy for Andy. Um, I don't think he's that good. I think he's old, but he'll bring, you know, a father figure to the team of old people.
2: I mean, I wonder if like Draymond and Chris Paul are going to like compare notes
0: and be like, I hope Draymond. Chris Paul can be like his dad or something and just yeah. calm him down because he's y- you got to settle down when you the older you get. He, I was saying this last season, he looks like he's in his 40s. He was getting gray in his uh, goatee or his beard, whatever. He needs to calm down. He's not 25. Like the roid rage has to stop. I get that's the reason he's out there, but I don't know. It, he thrives on it. So it's bizarre, though. You're supposed to mellow out as you get older.
2: Yeah, we'll see. At like sixty-five, maybe he will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So next up, we got the Clippers. They won forty-four Woo! last year. Forty-six and a half over under. Um, of course, I have to say un- over because going could be healthier. Come on, they they just have to be healthier. And you got you got bones. <laughs> I'm liking bones. Maybe uh, Mike hardened, Maybe that's a negative for Sean. I'm sure, but
0: yeah, I wouldn't want that. I gotta say the same thing. I mean, I is it in two years that their stadium is ready
2: it's next season so this is the last season, season of staples for them yeah. so
0: i think next year is really going to be their year i don't know why it should make a difference about having a new place but i think there's some sort of hex on them in the staples center um but i, I root for them all the while because i just love that team i love that you can watch them in person because it doesn't cost you a kidney to go to them like the late uh, laker game ever. so i love me some clippers
2: yeah, and my teams do great in Inglewood. They never, like, lose games on national TV when they play in Inglewood, you know?
0: Hey, dude, they're not playing at SoFi, so...
2: Well, there are new stadiums in, in Inglewood,
0: too. I know, but it doesn't matter. It's um, not the city. Yeah. There's a hex in Staples Center. Yeah. That's what it is.
2: I'm trying to say, well, how do you explain other teams Jeannie bust in Inglewood?
1: did it. All right, we've talked way too long about the Clippers here. I will go over, also... Why not? All right. <laughs> Woo! Kawhi's All right, healthy. So let's,
2: let's finish this division here with the L.A. Lakers The one They're set at 47 and a half. And, again, I, I have to, to say under the because Bronze age. Dis, disrespectful yeah, to put them above the Clippers here when, like, what are the expectations for this team in the regular season? Like, the Lakers have to be trying to shoot for what they did last year which is get to the
1: playoffs with those guys playing. As minimal as, as minimally as possible, pretty much. Yeah. I does. think it's more so because they did get some decent little guys. Like, I like Christian Wood. I like Gabe Vincent. 47 and a is a lot, though. Like, to say they're going to win about 50 games feels a little crazy. But you know what, Andy? I'm crazy. <laughs> I'll go over. <laughs> I just... It's like we all have a pass to automatically be able to go over on our favorite teams it, it no is matter what. Interesting. Yeah. if
2: you go back to look, um if you look back at remember how the bad Lakers started last year? Yeah. Like two and ten or something? And the rotation on that team versus what it is now is just is very different. Like they were playing like Juan Toscano Anderson like thirty eight minutes or something. And remember they had Matt Ryan who was not the quarterback?
1: Oh yeah, the guy yeah. that had a good preseason, had a few like had a game winning three and they were like, This is the guy.
2: So it feels like they should be when they are missing LeBron and Davis, which they will be at
1: points in the season. Sure. Yeah. They'll be Multiple. better. Oh yeah. They might be a better without both of them out there at the same time. You never know, like Rui running it going yeah. Austin Reeves,
0: Austin Reeves is going to be a whole lot better this year. He's got a, you know, a little bit of weight to carry now because everyone saw what he could do. I think that guy's going to only continue to get a little bit better at uh, each year for the next couple of years. Um, I don't know if it was two nights ago or whatever it was, but LeBron didn't even play, the, I think, of this whole second half, and they saw him. He was having dinner on the uh, court in his regular clothes. Season 21, uh, I worry. I know he's going to turn it on when he needs to, but he's been playing for 21 years professionally. He's over this shit until it matters, so I'm going to say they just limp in to the uh, playoffs, and that's going to be under.
2: So I was picturing uh like a waiter like a f- nice fancy waiter coming out with like the pepper mill on the bench oh.
0: <laughs> he's having like nachos or something gluten-free
2: <laughs> like, yes yes please. Oh, yes cargo, cargo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the uh pepper you know that giant wand yeah. Of pepper yeah <laughs> say when oh man no it's a it's a, sh- a charade now and it's up to Rui and Austin Reeves, honestly. I mean, yeah, Mr. Glass, you know what's going to happen with him. And LeBron is, like we said, he's 47 and a half years old. So, so this is going to be a, I, a trying season.
2: I've been watching you know, the baseball playoffs, and we'll talk about it. But um, the advances in technology in baseball, like Barry Bonds would be so, is so impressed. Um, I don't know why Anthony Davis doesn't borrow from that. You know what I'm talking about, Tony? Like. There's the big the big new thing is the the sliding thing uh, for your hand mm-hmm. where they wear the base paths, But what they wear like to pit is incredible. It's like they're wearing like a full on Man suit. And I don't know why Anthony Davis hasn't like got in on this because <laughs> that would help so much. Just wearing. I that. saw
1: a quote today that Anthony Davis said his goal is to play like an all 82 games this year. <laughs> and then the next thing was like these two guys like cracking up laughing like on the floor. Because it's true. He'll probably get, I mean, you could say like start saying over under 12 and a half before he gets something happens. He's also just, yeah. it's so, he's so fragile out there. That's the thing is like, you see him go up for somebody, goes to the ground and then it's like up oh, hip contusion. He's out and for, you know, until next Thursday. But anyway, let's move on to the last division here. Yeah. the
2: Memphis Grizzlies. They won 51 last year. Uh, over unders down to 45 and a half. So whose turn is it to go I think first? I think, Mine? I think it was Sean. Sean. So. Uh,
0: I just don't understand this team. Uh, they are I know they lost their villain, but they're still just incredibly weird. Um, they
1: gained another one. They got Marcus Smart. So, Yeah, and they also don't have John Moran yeah, for the four games.
0: I don't mind Marcus Smart. I, I like the effort, and he's kind of a cheerleader for your team uh, with the green hair and now probably the blue hair. But I'm going to say under, and... Yeah, I mean, also, that ki- that kid was trying to goddamn kill himself. Just, I'm going to jump 16 feet high, and I'm coming down on my head. You better watch out, or you're going to get a foul. It's like, you're trying to die, and you're walking around with guns on like, social media, and you're losing games for that reason, too. Like... Isn't he suspended, like, 30 games or something going into this?
2: I forgot what it is. It, it's it's, it's, it's like, a lot.
0: It's
1: like, I think it only ended up being, like, 20 or 25, but I'm going to go under also. Just so we can uh, get that going.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to go over. So let's see what's uh, 25 games. Uh, he's suspended. I think they're going to really try hard in those 25 games to not be embarrassed, and they'll uh, you know want to support their guy. Um, but yeah, I think it was it was a team on the rise that that whole derailed their season. And if that's kind of behind them, I think they can uh, do better. But.
0: I hope it is. Like I was saying last year, he needs a father figure to give him a smack aside the head and say, what are you doing? Focus on what matters. Just don't hang out with these idiots.
1: Yep. Well, what do you think of the New Orleans Pelicans, Sean? 44 and no, half I'm, is their over-under.
0: I'm excited. Like I said, this is going to be Zion's debut season. We've, we've seen him play, I think, like 15 games as a whole. Uh, I saw him walking like in a tunnel going to practice or something in a video a couple weeks ago and he looks like he shed 20 pounds whether or not it's true I don't know but that's what it looked like I think he plays the majority of this season and that's a spectacle so I'm going over I
1: uh I I, I like they're over too I think this team when they're uh if they are healthy if Zion is healthy you got CJ McCollum still um you got Brandon Ingram this is a team that I think can uh Get something going. So I'll I'll go over on them as well. I think the team definitely has potential to be, you yeah. know, pretty solid.
2: Yeah, let's just all go over because
1: it's Why fun. Not? It is fun. We're Andy, all Zion no one here hates the... Zion. We
2: Water's war, man. You come on in. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up we got Dallas. They won thirty eight last year. Their over under this year is forty three and a half.
0: I know this isn't a popular opinion, but I like Luca. I think he's pretty fun to play. You can tell he just enjoys being out there and balling. Don't know how well this is gonna go with them with Kyrie. Uh, I know they tried a little bit last year, and it didn't seem like it was a big problem. But I think I saw some problems going on from what I remember. I'm going under, and they might be too.
1: Yeah, I'm a. Uh, this one's a tricky one. I'm an, I'm gonna go over because only because I'm gonna be optimistic that they did definitely have some problems together, and I'm gonna be optimistic in the fact that maybe these two maybe got together over the summer or someone they, helped they someone get it together st- and yeah. they can be like that. You know what? Hey, we can uh, get this together and we can uh, figure out what we can, what can work and what won't work. And hopefully if uh, Jason Kidd is a good enough coach, he did. Uh, is Jason Kidd their coach? I think he still is. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't know. Andy gave me a weird look when I said that. And I no, kind of no. went into that, like all winged it a little bit. Cause I couldn't remember if Carlisle was still there or not. But uh, if Jason kid's a good enough coach, which I think he should be, cause he was a point guard also tell these guys, Hey, like this is what, like we got to make sure what something works. And I think, uh, I think they're going to be upset too, with the fact that they do have a lot of talent and they did miss the playoffs last year. So I think they're going to, I think they're going to come out and do something.
2: So I'm going to go under, I don't think it's going to be a disaster like last year. Um, I think both Kyrie and Luca actually played well individually, but they didn't win games when they traded for him. But I don't know if that's really like means they can't win games. Um, but, Sean, we'll just change your mind on the team. Uh, I didn't put it in the, in, the, in the offseason signings, but they, they acquired Grant Williams from the Celtics, who is kind of like, you know, a Dylan Brooks type. Um, remember he was the guy who, like, fought um, the Celtics, or he fought the Heat and kind of, like, cursed the Celtics there. Um, he's a really annoying guy, so um, I can't root why for him either.
0: A, why would that make a difference for me?
2: Because uh, he seems like the kind of guy that you really dislike.
0: But I said under. Oh, you did say. I?
2: Yeah, you did say under. Yeah, okay. So it wouldn't make a difference.
0: The only thing that would change my mind is if I knew Kyrie on his flight home from Mecca met up with uh, Luca in the Eastern Europe block and they squashed their beef and you know they've been playing three on three pickup games in the snow all summer.
2: <laughs> I don't. I think. <laughs> I think Luca's country is not like in the snow. I think it's. It's closer to the Mediterranean, oh. so I don't think you're...
0: No. He's not That's in Siberia.
2: Price, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I looked it up. It's, it's Slovenian. It's Slovenia, right? Yeah,
0: there's vampires and darkness, Andy.
1: And old TVs. Snow season, snowfall. Oh, uh, the snow season runs from November, or the ski season runs from November through February. Um. Yeah, it seems like there's season. plenty of snowfall. December brings proper wintry weather with daytime temperatures dipping into freezing or below as well as plenty of snowfall, especially inland and up to the high mountains. Temperatures ranging from 28 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit in and out of l- 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 and 19 to 36 degrees in the Alpine North. Well, so there's this city your weather report from Slovenia. Sean, this city is spelled L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A. Lahuna. Something's got to be silent in there.
0: Yeah, but no one understands any of that. The eastern block okay. of europe it i was just like well where is he from where's luca from
2: specifically and he's from there
1: so yeah well, that's the only city probably <laughs>
0: no
2: there's vernica okay so yeah slovenia there's coastal
1: slovenia oh yeah oh yeah newport beach slovenia <laughs>
2: you can go to coper oh. probably doesn't s- snow in coper
1: is this a live photo right now because it probably is daytime <laughs> there right now
0: live photo
1: Okay, so right now it says it's, Sean, here you go. Right now it says it's currently cloudy, 35 degrees at 3.01 a.m. in Ljubljana, Slovenia.
0: They have the smallest patch of ocean land in all of Europe.
1: Looks like a nice little town right here from this photo Andy's got going on right here. And Okay, Andy, how would you say you pronounce this Oh, It's from
0: like the, the capital, Ljubljana.
1: Okay, and Andy's just gonna cheat and see how you sound it out.
0: Yeah, I was looking
2: for Wikipedia. Sometimes puts the, the thing on there, but they don't even—they don't even know.
1: Yeah, they're like, your guess is as good as ours. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny.
0: I think I think I just said it.
1: Lejublanya.
0: No, the J is always silent. Yeah. You know,
1: it all might be style. it might just be Hana <laughs> like Anna. Yeah.
2: yeah. you know I blame Tom Cruise I'll like, say it's like Lublana
1: I'll say Lublana is how you would say this we would all know how it's pronounced if he had some sort of car chase that
2: took place in the streets of this town um, but he hasn't so alright you wanna finish this up here we got two more teams in the state of
1: Texas, Yep, they both actually they're both getting better.
0: San Antonio Spurs. Hold on, I got it. Lou B Lou ble It's ah, nah.
1: so like Louisiana
0: yeah okay. Lou ble ah, nah.
2: All right. it's good. you learned on this podcast.
0: We've learned a ton today.
2: All right Spurs twenty two wins last year over under is twenty nine
0: and a half this year over. Uh, Come on, we all know what's going on. That kid is a tall Kevin Durant. You know, yeah, I'm going to
1: go over also. The one preseason game I watched was enough for me to be like, you know what, he looks pretty good.
0: Well, and they made a great point. He's a rookie here, but he played pro over there. He didn't go to, you know, Kansas State. He, He played professional basketball already last year.
2: Yeah, that did help with Luca as well. He was pretty good right away. Um, I'm going to go over as well because I think they also have some other nice players. Like you said, the French guy who could shoot left-handed free throws.
0: Popovich went from feeling like he would end looking like he was 90. He still looks like he's 90, but he feels like he's 60 again. Yeah. This guy, he pumped so much life into this man. It's, it's pretty wonderful to see. Uh, well,
2: let's close here with uh, Houston Rockets. Uh, they also won 22 last year. They're over under is 31
0: and a half. Don't, have many feelings about this team. I don't think I like them and I don't think I've liked them since Yao. And I feel like it was just because it's like, look at that giant man. Um, I'm going under.
1: I'll go over. I think they, I like the Van Vliet going there. Some of the young guys, I think if they play to their potential, I think they could actually be a a decent little team, give some people some problems. And it looks like they got rid of some, uh, you know, some, I don't know it's just, uh, some what do you call it like some anchorage today like someone that's holding the team down they, and getting they, rid of Kevin Porter they got rid of two juniors
2: uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. who's with the Clippers now uh, but then yeah Kevin Porter is uh, the guy who there was like a big victory for him where it was like New York City Police ruled that he did not break his girlfriend's neck and it's like oh good <laughs> he choked her but he didn't break her
1: neck yeah he so, got second for, degree second degree strangulation which I didn't even know was like a a thing. Yeah, I didn't know there was yeah, degrees of weird. strangulation. That's kind of crazy.
2: So yeah, he they they were able to dump him today. Um, Oklahoma City just accepted him. And yeah, and was him. like, well, now we're gonna wait. It's like he got sent off somewhere. And they're like, we'll handle it from here. <laughs> well, they they're paying him seventeen million dollars, so they just accept because Oklahoma City has unlimited room all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going over. I, I like I like some of the they have some guys. Um, Jalen Green was the, the top pick from a few years ago, and. Talk about we have one of those Thompson guys, so maybe they got the right one.
1: Yeah, time
2: will tell. Or maybe they're both great. Um, but, yeah, that's that's our uh, over under picks. We'll have to, you know, check back in on these in, like, February or something. All-Star, All-Star break. All-Star
1: break, yeah. See how it's going. Maybe around Christmas time. Yeah.
2: Because, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. is The NBA is starting, but no one cares until Christmas. And then even that period between Christmas and um, the All-Star break is not that important either. So, um, we'll still talk about the NBA, but, yeah, that was – it's there. It's coming.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, something that's coming and about to go, uh, should we talk about some postseason baseball?
2: Yes.
1: Yes, we should.
2: Yeah, so, I guess there's a lot to talk about. Um, from last week, I believe the Dodgers were already down 0-2 last week when we Yeah, because we watched the so game three was on Wednesday. Already kind of mourning uh, the team and, and going over. And you know, there's a lot, lot of, uh, lot of discussion about what what's going on there because the Braves also lost. So that's two years in a row. The Dodgers and Braves were the top two seeds in the NL, and they both lost in the first round, um, leaving the wild card teams to to play in the NLCS. Um, and it's like, should something be done? Is this a problem with with baseball? Um, in the American League, the Astros did win in their um, matchup, and. Texas won as a wild card matchup, but we were talking last night. Texas was probably just as good as Baltimore. They had, they won 10 less games, but they have a ton of talent. They have a good rotation. And that didn't seem like too much of an upset, especially because Baltimore is a young team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a national league. That's a problem where the Braves are just a juggernaut this, this season. One of the best offenses we've ever seen. And they got like nothing done. I think they, they scored like eight runs in their four games or something like that. And the Dodgers scored six runs in their three games. Uh, these are the two best offenses in in baseball, and they just – they sucked. And what is going on there? Is that just – is it now stacking? Are there so much pressure on them now that, like, even, it's going to be even worse next year that they're going to win, like, 175 games a season and uh, still lose in the playoffs? But um, here's one suggestion I have for fixing the playoffs here okay. that no one's talking about. So, back in the day when they had the four – just four teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So – um and I, I did have some some stats here. I forgot I should pull those up. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, back in that era of the baseball playoffs, which was I think '95 to 2012, mm-hmm. when they had four teams, so the three division winners and the one wild card, you could not play a division opponent in the first round. So if you were like the one seed in the NL West and the wild card was the Rockies or something. You wouldn't play each other in the first round. And so they just kind of, okay, well, the one seed would play the three then. And I kind of like that because in both of these cases now, the Dodgers have lost to uh, Arizona and San Diego, two teams in their division, that they kicked their ass all season long and won that division by multiple games. And both times the Braves lost to the Phillies, who they also uh, had a long regular season where they were better. So if you just kind of make, make that change and say – in the divisional round, you won't play a um, you won't play a team in your division, and that would, what that would require is in the wild card round. If there are two teams from the same division, that they would have to play each other in the wild card round. So, which already happened, Phillies and Marlins played, um, but that would just be something because it's it sucks to lose in the first round. It sucks even more to lose in the first round to a team you beat all season long and did better in the division. So that's just one I think easy change they could make. Um, but I put together. This thing uh, about basically the modern era of the playoffs. So in '94 there was a strike, and in 1995 they had new playoffs with uh, four teams. So it went from two teams in the playoffs in each each uh, league to four. Um, and since that happened, so it is interesting to see like how successful have teams been getting into the playoffs and actually having success. Uh, the Yankees have made the playoffs 24 year, year seasons in um, I believe 20 so 24 out of 29 seasons. Hmm. That's pretty incredible. That um, and in 29% of their playoff appearances, they made the World Series and won the World Series 21% of the time. That's really good because they won those four in five years in the 90s. Since then, made the playoffs a lot, haven't gotten, gotten back to the World Series.
1: Yeah, what was their last World Series one with the A-Rod 2009, stuff? 2009, yeah. yeah.
2: Um,
1: kind of crazy to think they haven't won one in that long. So... Kansas City Royals have actually have the
2: best playoff success of any team based <laughs> on how often they get or how their success in the playoffs. So in their two playoff appearances, they've gone to the World Series both times, winning one. The Marlins have gone to the World Series two out of four seasons have made the playoffs and won it twice. Uh, so that's pretty good for them. Uh, the Giants have won it in in a third of their playoff appearances. Um, now of all teams that have won... World Series in this span. So there's a lot of teams that haven't won one. The Dodgers are actually at the worst percentage. They've, only, they've made the playoffs 17 times in 29 years and just won that one, um, followed by the Braves who won two in 20 appearances. So it is very painful for the Dodgers here. Uh, they've made the playoffs 17 seasons out of 29, which I think was tied for fourth. Let's see. Yeah, tied for third with the Cardinals. Uh, But only have that one championship to show for. Um, But if you count that 2017 one, they go up to two, and it's a lot better. But, um, yeah, it it is interesting that I think a lot of the Dodgers' chokes that people are talking about is more of a factor of them always making the playoffs. That if you were the Royals or the Reds or, you know, and one of these other teams that never makes the playoffs, um, it just doesn't seem as painful when you lose in the playoffs because it's just like, I mean, you're the Blue Jays. Look, the Blue Jays... Made the playoffs five times. Never made the World Series. But no one's like, the Blue Jays always choke in the playoffs. It's just kind of like, yeah. they kind of make the playoffs every few years and then lose, and it's just not a big deal. Um, but yeah, I spent probably too much time looking at that. But it was just <laughs> like, that was interesting. is something wrong with baseball? And my conclusion is no. I think this is fine. Uh, I think the new format screws the three seed if it screws anyone. And that's kind of fine because who really cares? The three seed is usually like the AL central winner um but it makes them play in a a wild it's usually both central winners i feel like yeah obviously so uh, it's probably not that big of a deal um but yeah now we are on to the championship series and here's the problem is it looks like maybe neither of these are going to be competitive
1: yeah i mean the texas rangers are up 2-0 in their series against houston they're 7-0 in the playoffs they go home tomorrow with max scherzer on the mound uh so that'll be interesting because he's back and then the philadelphia phillies just look hot i mean this is the team that I, I i think is going to win the world series uh mostly because it just reminds me of that royals team that shocked the world and got to the world series and then they lost to the san francisco giants and then the following season people were like ah they're not gonna do it again and then they got back there again against the mets and then this time they did it and it just feels like that's what's going to happen with the phillies that they got to the world series they played a. A team that's won it a lot, just like the Giants had won it a lot at the time against when they played the Royals. Lost to them, and now here they are in my opinion, in the driver's seat, up 1-0 in the series, up currently up 2-0 in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, at home, I think they're going to have a 2-0 series lead when they go to Arizona, and I think they're going to be able to move on to the next round because right now, Philly's already, they beat Arizona's number one pitcher last night. They're beating their number two pitcher right now. After that, we've talked about this, but Arizona doesn't have much and honestly i think philly you know in five i think at the very least but i wouldn't be surprised if this series is a sweep uh and they just look hungry and honestly what's crazy to think is that the phillies could very easily also be uh six and zero if they the only game they lost they gave up a two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs to austin riley and they lost that game i believe five to four and that's the only game they've uh they've lost mm-hmm. in this playoff so you take away that one slider that didn't do what uh the pitcher wanted uh, the, we'd have two teams, you know, undefeated still in the playoffs, which is this late would be insane. But, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think we end up getting a Philly, Texas world series. That's a good world series. Like both teams are worthy. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't both know. My, teams are playing great right Philly now. Philly should have won more than 90. They, they have a really good team, especially the Trey Turner playing as well as he is right now. Um, but yeah, I won't be too disappointed in that. Um, or at least I'm disappointed. I can't say that. I'm very disappointed, but <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) for the rest of the nation. I think that's a fine world series metric. Um, Yeah. So we'll have more baseball next week. I'm sure.
1: Uh, But it, it goes quick. Indeed. It does. So what do we got next here? All right. um, We're going to move on to college football here. Uh, We've got the, what do we want to say here? Top four is the same. We're saying, yeah, no change. Number one is, (laughs) number one is Georgia. Number two is Michigan. Number three is uh, Ohio State, and number four is Florida State. Uh, some good games. I actually watched this. Uh, the best matchup of the week was uh, we had number eight. I'm sorry, number seven Oregon. I mean uh, Washington versus number eight Oregon. Uh, I watched that game, and that was a hell of a game. Uh, Washington came back at the end. There uh, ended up winning that game. Oregon looked like they had it in their driver's seat, but they they uh, didn't convert when they needed to and gave the ball back to. Who I believe now must be the leading uh, votes getter or the leading favorite in the Heisman, and that's uh, Pennix. And he is—he um, he got the ball back at home and went on to beat Oregon. Uh, it was a hell of a game. Um, then we had, uh,
2: yeah, and Washington went up to number five, and Oregon fell to nine. So a little bit of movement, not, not but much yeah. of a drop
1: for Oregon. Yeah, so I mean, they they understand that was a tough game to 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 play. Uh, North Carolina up to ten after they defeated Miami. Uh, we got Oregon State that moved up to 12 after they beat UCLA, who moved down to 25. I didn't watch that game. I know you're the UCLA guy.
2: Uh, Oregon State just looked better. Uh, UCLA's quarterback, the freshman quarterback, he's, just, he's not ready. He's the best guy on the team uh, that they have at the position, yeah. but he's not ready. He's not um, like a super freshman or anything, so maybe next year. Um, but yeah, Oregon State, this is a really solid season for them, so um, that's I don't know when the last time they've been up this high. So
1: Yeah, that's impressive. The, the Civil
2: War will be pretty fun this year. Yeah. Uh, might be the last time too. we see it, too.
1: So. Yeah, and then Notre Dame moves to 15, and USC drops all the way to 18 from 10. And that was uh, because Notre Dame handled business. Notre Dame went from, were they 25 or 21? What were they? I think
2: they were in the 20s. Um, yeah, and
1: they moved all the way to 15, which means gives them possible, some possible hope to maybe make a run to get a really nice bowl game. I don't think they'll be they'll be able to make a, a playoff appearance, but maybe a nice bowl game. But um and they yeah. absolutely It was like 40 signs final score, 40 USC. something to 20. Um, he threw uh, Williams threw yeah. three interceptions. It was he just looked yeah. lost out there too at times. And I am sorry to call out Tommy here, but he was he was very worried about this game. He yeah, said, and no, I think you and I both were uh like US, we USC's both were kind of like, you know what, I don't know. I mean that USC defense doesn't <laughs> look very good and uh Tommy actually sent me a text saying that he was like, yeah, go figure my picks. Like this is what they look like. And uh, we'll get into my picks later. They're not looking much better. Um, and then this last game we had to talk about because uh, Andy and I actually uh, sat at the bar top with Tommy and we uh, watched this entire game, which was Colorado versus Stanford. It was 29, zero at the half Colorado in the lead. Looked like it was going to be a big, you know, easy coasted, you know, 40 point victory for Colorado. Stanford looked awful. Colorado looked like they could just do whatever they wanted when they wanted and uh well it was a tale of two halves and stanford roared back i don't remember what the final score was but i know they won an overtime with the field goal
2: 46 43 i think it was the final it
1: went yeah through. so it went in overtime 36 36 each team scored a touchdown and then uh colorado got the ball first and sanders, sanders, sanders an just uh you know dumb play uh threw an interception and uh gave the ball back to uh or i gave the ball to um Stanford with them only needing a field goal to win the game. And uh, that's what they did. And I mean, as you know, college football uh, overtime starts at the opponents 25. So they didn't need to do much to get uh, to get the field goal. So uh, that was a crazy game. Uh I mean, and yeah. Deion Sanders was complaining going into that game about the night game, about it being a late start. The game started at 830 Colorado time in the evening, Friday night. Uh, and that was a long game, and I mean, it definitely ended well after midnight yeah. in Colorado. I mean, it almost ended. I feel like at midnight here. I think it was like eleven fifteen, maybe eleven yes. thirty.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the classic Pac-12 after dark, as they call it, um, which we might not get anymore. Kind of sad. I mean, neither of these teams are going to be in the Pac-12 next year. Well, I guess there is no Pac-12 really next year. But um, they these teams won't be playing each other at all. Which it's not like as a classic rivalry. Um, but yeah, these these. Night games are can be a lot of fun in this conference, and uh, this was yeah no, this was a good example of that. Um, but yeah, this week still some good games. Uh, not I don't think not as good of a slate, but uh, we do have Penn State at Ohio State. Well, that'll be That's the game. The premier That's game. The game right there. Yeah, Penn State has been really good this year, and I think if it you throw out preseason rankings, I think Penn State's had a better season than Ohio State, uh, but Ohio State is at home and they are they are favored so. Uh, Let's we'll see how that one goes. Uh, we also got Air Force at Navy. That's always an interesting matchup there. But Air Force is ranked. They're all the way up to 22 now. Uh, so that's interesting. I'm sure the military schools aren't ranked very often. But here we are. Air Force ranked 22. Uh, we also got Tennessee at Alabama. So this was a, a great game last year, remember? Tennessee pulling off the upset over Alabama. Um, both teams are probably not title contenders. But they're both good. They're both ranked. Uh so it should be a fun game there. Uh then we got Duke and Florida State. Duke is ranked, Florida State is in the top 5 there. Uh this is one of the last I think tough games there for Florida State.
1: Um, yeah, I think this we were noticing that I think the other day. It's like this is this is it. I mean, once they this is their only and the fact they're playing this game at home, like there's they're not going to lose this game. They're they're going to they're going to be a playoff team this year, Florida State. They're they're good enough to be and they're lucky with the ACC. They're not going to Nothing's going to, I don't think, bring them out of the top four. But it could be one of those situations where then they get a Georgia in the first round or something or a Michigan and maybe yeah. get hammered or maybe they're the real deal. I don't know.
2: And then we also got Utah at USC, which uh, was a really fun game last year, Utah and USC. Um, both teams are still ranked. I don't know what the situation on Utah's quarterback. Still not still not playing. Uh, kind of a mystery there. Um, but I think USC is probably worse this year, it seems like. Uh so, that could still be a fun game. Oh, yeah, definitely. All
1: right. Do you want NFL now? Yeah, let's move on to the NFL here.
2: Yeah, let's try to run through this quick. It's yeah, been a it's, long episode. This
1: has. Yeah, NBA was way too long. Um,
2: so, KC Denver. Chiefs defense looks actually good, and it's, like, offsetting that the offense has been a little disappointing. Um, but, yeah, that was one of your picks. Tough loss there.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, nothing I can do about when a game loses in the last, like, 16, minute. 16 nothing, and Denver scores...
2: And because they went for two and got it, that forced KC to actually try to score. Otherwise, they would have just ran the clock out. And yeah, lose they lose by eleven. They had ten and a half. Um, Yeah, tough one there. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore. I think Tennessee is is ready to to go home for the season. (laughs) Uh, Tannehill got hurt, and they're just they're kind of one of those annoying teams where it's like oh they'll win between six and nine games, Um, but maybe this year don't. Maybe this year just. Trying to fall apart, uh, but Baltimore's four and two, and I don't know how impressive that was. Uh, Chicago, Minnesota, Justin Fields got hurt, dislocated his thumb. I don't know how if he's going to miss any time, but um, I don't know. The Bears don't want to win games. I would say they want to. They're right now going to get the top two picks. They probably would like that. Um, but this was also one of my picks. I uh, said I had over forty-four and a half. It wasn't even close. These were two bad teams that just didn't put up points. Um, I thought they were two bad defenses that would put up points, but didn't happen. Uh, then we got Bengals in Seattle. Uh, this was another one of your picks, but that didn't hit. Very frustrating. Yeah, Seattle was, had a lot definitely. of chances and could not punch it in. Like they were in the red zone yeah, the whole game.
1: They were. It was. Yeah, that was rough to watch.
2: Um, and it's rough because it's like a game the Bengals didn't really deserve to win. Bengals now back up to three and three are very much in play. Yeah, in that that division. entire
1: division is 500 or better, which is what uh, we talked about. The The AFC North was, you know, supposed to be one of the most competitive divisions because the Steelers were predicted to be last in the division with an eight and a half win total. So was not a bad division at all. I'll take the next couple here. We got the Cleveland uh, Browns speaking of the AFC North against the San Francisco 49ers and Think what was really telling about this game was Cleveland played their third string quarterback PJ Walker, um, and they went on to defeat the Niners. But what happened in this game was the Niners, Chris McCaffrey and Debo Samuel out for uh, missed uh, got injured in the game, didn't come back. Debo got injured really early, and the McCaffrey, I believe, was was he the second half he got hurt or second quarter? I don't know. He got hurt somewhere. But uh, the the thing about this is that uh, it goes to show you. Uh, you take away one playmaker, let alone two, that all of a sudden this San Francisco team could not move the ball well, and they end up losing. So it's it's you know really cautious. I mean that you know you get one little injury on any team, and it can really change your season around. And that was San Francisco's first loss of the season, bringing them down to five and one. Uh, the next game here, though, we had a you know it looked a little funny at the beginning. We had a Miami Dolphins against the Carolina Panthers. Carolina got up fourteen zero early, and it was kind of like oh wait a minute. And then the Dolphins did what they do moster with another. Three, I almost said three home run game, but a three touchdown game. They might as well be home runs. Yeah, I think Tyree Dolphins, Kill they
2: count as home runs. is yeah. running
1: all over the field. He's getting cell phones and doing backflips with them. I mean, it's just they're having fun. But you know why they're having fun, Andy? Because they're they're four and one, or no, what are they? Five and one should be. Yeah. Uh, but let's say something about their schedule here that I uh, was kind of you know enjoying here. They're five and one. So they've beaten the Chargers, who are a a two and three team now. They beat the Patriots, who are one and five. They beat the Broncos, who are one and five. They beat the Giants, who are what, one and five, you can say, one and four, something like that. And then the Carolina Panthers, who are 0 and six. Yeah, the Giants are one and five. So the best team they've beaten is the Chargers, that have two wins. And then they played one team that is four and one or five. No, four and one, five and one. What are the Bills? Have they had their buy yet? The Bills are four and one. Is that what it said? Four and two. Yeah. I don't know. You're going too fast. I mean, I don't know what you think. Like I'm going to be able to see there. Anyway, the bills are four and two and the dolphins got annihilated to the bills 48 to 20. So it's just kind of interesting. Like they'll be tested these next couple weeks because they play at Philadelphia this Sunday, then they're home against new England, which shouldn't be a problem. But then they, then they're home against Kansas city, which will also be a good game. And that is a six thirty AM start I'm seeing. So that's, that must be the Germany game. Well, that's crazy that we gave them that game. Take our best game, Germans. Well, we also gave them the Patriots. and Well, well they can actually Raiders have the Patriots. Like yeah. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm still, I mean, it's I'm going to need to see them beat some good teams before I'm really sold on Miami. Uh, and then Jacksonville, Indianapolis. This was a game that uh, I feel like Indianapolis could have been actually in it if, uh, you know, Minshew, there was too many costly turnovers. He fumbled, which led to a touchdown, and then he threw three interceptions. So four turnovers for Minshew. And uh, the Colts are going to have to deal with that because I think they announced or they're about to announce or so that Anthony Richardson most likely out for the season. So um, that their top draft pick. There is uh looks like his season has come to a, an end quickly. Uh, then we have the Houston, New Orleans, nothing much really to talk about here. Two teams that, you know, hopefully don't get put on TV that much, but Houston is 500, three and three. And I believe the new Orleans saints are also three and three. So yeah. And then we got Vegas and new England, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, Jimmy G, McDaniels, everybody, uh, Jacoby Myers, everybody's going up back against uh, their former team. And uh, Jimmy G actually got hurt and they brought in uh, Hoyer and he actually came in and, you know, did enough for the Las Vegas Raiders to defeat them. And for anybody that had the spread out there, it was significant because the Raiders were only up by two points when uh, New England had the ball and the spread was three. And they got the safety in the end zone. And New England, I mean, uh, the Raiders ended up winning 21 to 17 and covering the three-point spread. So uh good for them. The way my picks have been going, my luck, I would have had New England plus uh plus the points. But uh yeah. So we got a few more games here. The LA Rams took care of business against Arizona. They um Defeated them pretty pretty heavily pretty big it wasn't it was it was close in the, like the first half and then they ran away within the second half. Yeah, Cooper Cup, big game. Yeah, and uh, the Rams running back Williams hurt. I think he's going to be out this week. They say, um, but yeah, Rams are three and three, and uh, I will be actually seeing them live in person this Sunday because I will be going to the Steelers Rams game. So I'm excited about that. I get to see my Steelers play in person for the first time ever. Uh, and then the next game here was a, a little upset here. Uh, There is no more undefeated teams because the Philadelphia Eagles also lose to the New York Jets. Um, A big interception late, I believe it was, for Hurts that led to a Brees Hall touchdown. And yeah, the New York Jets took care of business, uh, upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles. But the Eagles, after that loss, they went out and signed Julio Jones, trying to give themselves maybe some... uh, some wide receiver help. We'll see if he still has it in him. Do you uh, yeah. do you think he still has it in him? I don't,
2: but I think he's better veteran present. But hey,
1: he's with a he's with a good quarterback, so maybe that's what it is. Because who was he last for? Tennessee or something? He played for Tampa last year. Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's okay. So I guess he had Brady, but an old Brady. Now he's got a young Hurts.
2: So yeah, this was another one of my picks. Didn't didn't hit either. Um, I was like, how can the Eagles not be favored by more than a touchdown? The Jets aren't good, and yeah, I think sometimes that's why. You know they're smarter than you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's close here with uh, Tampa Bay and Detroit. Detroit moved to five and one, and this time they won with defense. So they seem to be a complete team, uh, definitely in that in that higher tier. Which I was skeptical coming into the year, uh, but yeah, they're they're for real. They can move the ball and they can play defense. So, uh, and then Sunday night we had Buffalo and the Giants, which was an ugly game. Uh, you'd think Buffalo should smash the Giants. The Giants were yeah. playing Tyra Taylor, had a bunch of. Offensive line injuries, uh, but Buffalo has their share of injuries as well. Uh, this game went to the last second. Giants got to the one yard line, and had one play left to, to score, uh, down 14-9, uh, incomplete to Darren Waller. Um, but yeah, not a great game for Buffalo. Like they're four and two, but they haven't looked all that impressive. Yeah. Uh, the last couple weeks or, yeah, right? Because they, they, they're the best part, and best moment is where they beat Miami by four touchdowns. But yeah, since then it's been rough. Um, but yeah that was that was one my one pick that that hit and I said I liked uh Dayball going against his old team that he' maybe hit, could you know help shut Buffalo's offense down and maybe that's happened. I also like you know Tyra Taylor going against his, his former team there in Buffalo so um yeah, I won that one uh Giants that that line moved up to like 15 and a half I think at the end um, and I had it at plus 14. so yeah, still not even close they they lost by five so. Uh, And then, yeah, the last game, Monday night, my team going against the Cowboys. And uh, I guess there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, we
1: watched that. From my perspective.
2: What was the big story of the game? Was uh, the Asian fan?
1: Yeah, the lady that uh, some people got the conspiracy saying she was part of artificial intelligence and she wasn't real and that the, the Chargers planted her there. So they looked like they had some, like, you know, fan freaking out. And it's just so funny to think, like, that's how we think now as a society. And, like, she was on the Pat McAfee show today and... They were joking with her saying, so how do you feel that people out there thought you were part of AI? And she's just laughing like, no, that's just who I am. I'm a mother of four. I'm crazy. I scream. And she's like, I wish I was getting paid for this. And I wish I was part of AI, make myself look as beautiful as I want and everything. But she's like, no, I'm just uh, just a regular lady. But it is funny that the shit that gets put on the internet and the shit that people actually start to talk about and even believe. So it's uh, kind of funny. But as far as what happened on the football field...
2: Another close loss for the Chargers. All three losses have been three points or less this season. Uh, really tough, and in all three games, they've had a chance to win the game with the final drive. And uh, you know, two two times they've been stopped. One time they tied it and lost in overtime. Uh, so if they do better in the situations, they have a better record. But um, I don't know. They're just they're not they're not that good. Like, and they have they have some players out. Uh, it's really affecting them. Especially the offensive line is just not good without their center. And the Cowboys have a great defensive line. Uh, wasn't Herbert's best game, missed some really wide open throws, uh, killed Tony's fantasy team because of it. <laughs> yeah, I lost I uh,
1: ended up losing one of my, by like three points or so.
2: Yeah, and that's one Keenan Allen catch that should have happened. Uh, but yeah, it just, it's endlessly frustrating. It's the same thing over and over. And there's so much, there's so much attention paid to a team that supposedly has no fans, but the media sure, seems to care a lot about how the chargers do and their failures i think it's because they lose the close games it's yeah. always and it's like it's just part of the narrative now because it's like some of the stuff that happens in this game is like that's pretty normal like i don't know like the interception to end it was like okay you had a pressure in his face like pretty much immediately and it was third and 10 you can't take a sack there and just you throw it up hope the receiver makes a play and he did Um it was not like the worst thing I've ever seen. But there was a play that was one of the worst things I've ever seen that uh, I remember you actually missed.
1: Yeah, I was uh, in the bath. This is actually really funny. So anybody that listening that knows Andy, Andy's he's a very passionate fan. Sean, you, you'll probably enjoy this because I know you know this. All of a sudden, I get up, I go to the bathroom. It's like, th- what was it, 3rd and, and 12 11, or something, yeah. something like that. And uh, I'm in the bathroom and all of a sudden I hear, and I wanted the Chargers to win too. I have a little pick league that I have that I you know have the Chargers in. I had, like I said, I had two guys on the, I needed, four, I lost my four points in one of my fantasy leagues. And all of a sudden I just hear screaming and yelling and just like, what the, f-? like, you know, like, so like all this stuff. And I go out there and I, as I come out, I see Pollard just running down the field. And eventually it's, it, it was just like a slow, like, it was just like a bang, bang there because it was Pollard, you know, Dak Prescott got out of the, the you know, what looked like could have been a sack. He got away from it. And then he finds Pollard wide open in the middle. So you're like, oh, wow, this is a 15 yard gain. But then... Chargers tackling just was non-existent. They couldn't tackle him, and the next thing you know, he gets like an additional like thirty-plus yards. It ends up being like a forty-something-yard gain, right? Or 60? It was, it was 60 sixty-plus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he got an additional forty yards. Then is what it was. Yeah. Sixty-yard gain uh, leads to a touchdown that drive. And I've watched the replay multiple times. Yeah, the guy who comes in to to make
2: the tackle, he not only does fails to make the tackle. But he, like, throws the guy out of the way of the other Chargers who would be in position to tackle him. And it was just like, God damn it. Like, how does this shit happen?
1: Yeah, and then uh, it looked like we were talking to that. When it looked like he was going to get him, it looked like his, the one defender stopped. Like, oh, he's got yeah. him. And then he didn't have him. And then that guy was like, you know, if you would have come in and helped and he had two guys there, it's like, but, you know. Yeah. Who knows what could have happened. And the other story was
2: just all the, they made a lot of penalties, including a third and 19 that they gave up on a defensive hold, which is a five-yard penalty. But also that was was the
1: biggest key part of the game. But uh, anyway, however you look at it, Chargers now two and three. They play the Chiefs next. And the Dallas Cowboys are four and two going into their bye week. So that's where we stand, unfortunately. So we'll get into our picks here now uh andy went one and two this week like we just talked about i went oh and three so andy is now two and four overall and i am one and five overall through three weeks but uh i'm glad you opened this page because i wrote my picks down earlier today and i've already forgotten but i know once i see them i will remember so if you want to just lead us off andy with
2: i forgot but i'll make them right, All right now yeah i'm, I'm gonna make
1: to some okay i already see one that i had on earlier i'm gonna go with the seattle seahawks minus eight at home uh arizona is not good Uh, Seattle just lost a game that, like Andy said, they probably should have won. Uh, And Seattle, I think, is going to want to come in here. They're in Seattle where they play well. I think they're going to just annihilate Arizona, Uh, especially when, you know, Arizona, I believe, will still be without James Conner. I I think it's going to just be a tough play for for them to play. So I think Seattle uh, gets a nice victory there by double digits. So I will take the eight points.
2: I'm going to go with Cleveland minus two on the road against the Colts because, uh, yeah, the defense is for real. But I think that... That's gonna be a blow to the Colts, like spirits. I think losing Richardson. That this will be the first game it's announced that he's fully out for the season. So that's my pick there.
1: Uh, another one I remembered I liked, and I actually kind of briefly talked about it earlier. Is give me the the Philadelphia Eagles minus two and a half. Uh, they're playing at home again, or minus two, I guess. They're playing at home against the the Dolphins, and I'm just gonna go back to what I talked about. Uh, the Dolphins. Are, have five wins against five teams that are under 500 and their one loss, which was a 28 point loss was to the only team they faced that's above 500. This game's in Philly. Philly's coming off a loss. I think they're going to be hungry to win. I think they're going to want, you know, like the playmakers of them to come in. I think the defense will be fired up. Jalen Hurts will be fired up. Also remember Tua Tagalo is the one that took over for Jalen Hurts in the championship game for Alabama. So that I don't care what anybody says. That always has been in the mind of Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Because that way, Tua can always say, like, I'm your daddy type thing because we were getting our asses kicked and I came in and I saved us and won you a national championship. So I think that always still sticks in the mind of Jalen Hurts and he's going to want to come into this game and beat Tua. So give me the Eagles minus two points. Well, let me go the opposite. Ooh, very good. This is actually our first uh, opposite against in yeah. the same game. I like this. Well, in real time.
2: Thinking.
1: Well, it doesn't matter if it's real time or not. We've never had like an opposite
2: thing. And then I do have my last one here.
1: Yeah, go for it. I'll, uh...
2: Maybe this is stupid, but I'm going to go
1: Washington, New York Giants over 39 and a half. Okay. Hey, sometimes those games, there's defensive stuff that happens that leads to scores, you know? All right, I'm going to... My last one here, I thought I just saw one that I liked. Where did she go? Where did she go? Can we ask... Oh, I know. I'm going to go with Andy. You know what? I'm going to go with the one you said... Actually, you know what? Never mind. Because I don't know the injury status. Um let's you know what uh, I'm going to go Saints Jaguars under 40 under 40 points in the game. That's the Thursday night game. There's a trend going on that like I think a certain amount of Saints games have gone under and it's a short week. I think the Saints at home are going to bring the defense and you know Jacksonville's not going to do as well and I mean I know Trevor Lawrence is a little banged up and uh I think the Saints offense isn't that good, and I think the Jaguars defense can do good enough to contain Derek Carr. And I think you get yourself like an ugly twenty to 17, 20, 14, 17 13 type game. So give me the under forty in that one.
2: All right, now under over under
1: one and a half hours on this podcast. Oh, uh, oh just let's hit that. Let's hit that under and Rob, like wrap slightly this slightly under. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely one of our longest sports ones in a long yeah. time.
0: Well, if you guys are done, that's uh, episode three hundred. 46 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off-road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you very much. See you later.